This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast, and this is Hot Mike, a.k.a. Timmy, Timmy, Tim, Tim, Tim. And listen, I'm coming to you asynchronously because recording the podcast with Smart Investor, we just got into it. I didn't even do an intro. I didn't even want to stop. I didn't even want to stop the momentum going in the Discord. So let's get right into it. This is Smart Investor. Here we go. So today, I am going to be buying my very first music NFT. And it's on a website called found.it. And um, there's someone, I asked this, this, um, I don't know what you call him, a music NFT expert on Twitter. He always posts about different, different, um, sort of, he's got an image of, of the ecosystem of the music NFT world. Maybe I'll post that into the, um, yeah, the chat. Uh, do we have a chat set up? Yeah, we do. I just tagged you. It's under the events. Okay, great. Let me just find that. So anyway, so he has a. So, so he has a ecosystem. Let me, I'll just, I'll just post that in just a moment. And then I asked, okay, you've got so many different websites. So there's some for NFT, some for artists, some for the infrastructure. And I said, look, can you, if I'm just beginning, what, what would you recommend? So he said, okay, go to the website sound.xyz or XYZ in the United States and Canada and listen to every single artist on, on the, on that site. So I did that. I started listening to, and I found an artist I like, and I'll, her name is Lyra, L-Y-R-A-H. And, um, she had, I, I really liked her, her, the song that she'd posted. Uh, and what happens on sound.xyz, they have, they have a very limited number of artists. I think they're very, very, they really curate who can go on. So it's not like some websites where you can have hundreds of people. It's just a small number. And I liked her music and she, what happens on this, uh, they, they sell like an NFT for 0.1 ETH and that's always going to be the price. Plus of course, gas, gas fees. And you start off with, I think 25 ETH and her initial song now went to one ETH and in terms of the value, okay, okay. Uh, in terms, is that better? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Uh, in terms of the value, uh, you, it's as Cooper Trooper was saying, it's not about trying to make the most money from these NFTs. It's about finding an artist you like and supporting them on the journey. When Lyra did a very first drop, if you like, on Sound.xyz. I think she made some like seven, eight thousand dollars, which is it may not sound like a lot, but it, you know, for, for a new artist, it, it's quite, quite, quite a good amount. And so then I just had Cooper Trooper and I said, "Look, this is the artist I like." And then Lyra sort of replied to me. And then this is about a couple of months ago. And then she said, "Okay, in May, I'm going to be doing another drop." And so I said, "Okay," uh, I, I sent her a, a, a tweet and said, "Look, can you remind me of that?" And then this morning, my time, 
she um, contacted me and said, okay, we've got this uh, drop this evening or this evening my time. So I'll be joining that uh, today and I've just been sort of messing around with uh, Gemini to get my ETH, uh, 0.1 ETH and the gas fee. And there's going to be Twitter spaces at 12.30 uh, EST as PST. Uh, and then the drops of 1 p.m. PST in, um, in, on, on this website. And then we spoke a little bit on, on, on DMs and she was telling me that she's very focused on like the music and also the community. So she said that this will be the last drop she'll do for quite a while. And she's going to be focusing on, on the music, developing the music and also making sure that all the original, uh, contributors. So the very, the 25 people uh, who went in the first, the first drop and then between 25 and 50, this time going to work with them, uh, with, with hopefully asked if I, if I can get in and, uh, you know, make us feel appreciated and so on. And that's the fact that I had this sort of conversation with her was quite amazing. And, uh, she's just agreed to actually do uh, join the podcast in July. Uh, so, uh, for us here on this podcast, this will be the first podcast we've had, I think, which is, um, about music NFTs. So she, she's also, well, since she's not just an artist, but she's also experimenting a lot. She's, she's written a contract, uh, to potentially help in the space. And, uh, but, but I really like her music as well. So I think that a great, a great, uh, guest for us. And so please make sure to ask your questions and, uh, Basically, let's just see, I'd like her to explain to us how also to get into music NFTs for other people who may not be in them. Uh, so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And Tim, you, she's agreed to do a, um, impromptu musical duet. Jazz, that's right. Just jazz, jazz style. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's going to be good for you, isn't it? Yeah, no, I got to get used to that. Uh, I got I got a listener of music kind of like steep in the musicianship of it. And then, and then I think we can vibe. I think that'd be great. But Smart Investor, what you just said, your kind of journey as far as finding an artist, finding like how to find an artist, then finding an artist and then interacting with an audience, that's different, I would think, than the traditional NFT vibe, which is get in the Discord and grind out and like do all the things to get on the allow list. What you did was you just found the artist you like and you DM'd her on Twitter and um, got the hookup, right? That's that's uh, unique. Yeah, well, well. so, I mean, to be fair, I did ask Cooper Trooper. We just heard, um, if, you, if you're interested in, in finding out more about music NFTs, I'll just put his Twitter into the, into the chat. So it's, for everyone listening, it's O-O-P-A-H-T-R-O-O-P-A at Cooper Trooper on Twitter and got a weekly music NFT, um, newsletter. So you can subscribe with your email as well. And oh, so just, I'm just, uh, just reading his tweet from, from uh, a couple of days ago. He said, I paid off my mo parents' mortgage for mother's day, paid off my five years in crypto and it's time to come together. All thanks to Eve. But uh, anyway, um, I was lucky because I, and this is the power of crypto Twitter. I just reached out to him one, I think it was like a Sunday morning or something. And I think I, I, I just replied to one of his tweets and I just asked him, look, you've given us great 
information through where to start. Uh, because if you look at his, oh, so I was going to post the um, ecosystem. So if you go to his Twitter, he does have like a diagram, which he updates with all the different protocols. And some of them are exactly like you said, Tim, like uh, you, there are dis different discords. So I think you can go to the discord of sound.xyz or the discord of the other platforms and so on. And many, and the platforms have, from what I understand, they have different models. So some platforms you will actually get a royalty. So, so you buy a certain, I think that there are different levels or so on. And then you, you get a royalty of the music, uh, with this one, uh, the one that I'm on, I don't think you get anything like that. It's again, more about contributing to the artist. And actually a special thing about today is, uh, Lyra said that she's going to be donating the all the profits to that tour, to a, to a charity. So, um, she, I, I'm very interested for us to have her on because she seems to be, it's not just about the money for her either. Um, but just going back to your, to your, to your, uh, question. I mean, like I was completely lost about music NFTs and it just seemed overwhelming. And then everything just seems, I think from, so if you're interested in music NFTs or trying to get into them, definitely follow Cooper Trooper, join his email newsletter. Go to sound.xyz, just do what it, do. I'm just going to tell you to do what, what, what he told me, listen to all the artists, find one of the artists you like. And then what he said was they might've on sound XYZ. And then you, if you wanted to, to sort of purchase an NFT of those, then you'd have to go into OpenSea, but those could already be expensive. So for example, Lyra's first track, uh, the, the floor price, the last time I looked was one E, which I think was a bit too much for me, uh, at the time. So. Or he said, what, okay, find the artist you like, maybe it's Larry, maybe it's someone else. And then, um, try and get onto their next drop, which I think is, is, I don't know if it's always 0.1 ETH or if it's just Lyra's doing this, but it's going to be you know, cheaper than, than, uh, trying to, trying to pay it on the, on the secondary market. That's just a way, way of beginning, but you can, I mean, what, what he also said, which is very interesting. And I want to learn how to do this. He said, find the musician in your hometown. And help them get into web three, uh, because someone like Lyra or maybe anyone else on the sound at XYZ, they're, they're probably, you know, very advanced in terms of them, however many musicians there are in the world. Uh, so that's something I also want to learn. So if, if I met a musician, you know, on the street, like the other, I think this might've been before the pandemic here in London, there was, uh, there's a young Australian, he was talking and he was saying, look, I came from Australia. And my parents were not impressed when I told them I'm going to be a singer songwriter. And then I traveled to France and I learned French, you know, you met a, you know, a girlfriend or whatever. And then I moved to London and then and here in London, there's so many Australians and many of them are getting into music, trying to get into music. And I guess many are going the traditional route of to get a record label or whatever. And then these music NFTs, sorry, there's not, we shouldn't say music NFTs, web three allows artists to, to go a different route and maybe they're not all going to make millions or whatever, but they could make a decent living or, or good enough living to, to be able to really focus on their music. And, um, I th think you and I, all, and all the listeners can learn what that process may be to take someone who is passionate about music, but, but one and wants to, to explore web three, if we can learn ourselves the steps, then we can help them. I think that's also very valuable and that's what Cooper Troop is also talking about. So it's not, he's not talking about just let's get an NFT, music NFT, which is going to be the next, I don't know, CryptoPunks or Board Ape or Club or whatever. So it's about contributing and helping and so on.
So that's uh that this whole music NFT thing. I mean, that's this was Koopa Trippa said it. So many people said on Twitter that music NFTs are the theme of 2022, and now we're we're living at a whole nother theme right now <laughs> in the meltdown. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, talk about this. But uh, but I but back to but before we leave music NFTs, like I, I'm really fascinated with this. I'm actually presenting at NFT NYC on a way that I would love to see NFTs done, which is more uh, not like album track based, but more like live moment based or more like stems based, which I know those also exist, or at least the stems part. But um, but what I want to say is like, how does the artist that you're talking about, uh, is it Linda? What is it? It's uh, Lyra. L-Y-R-A-H. Yeah, there it is. There it is. How is Lyra? Um, she, you're saying her tracks are like holding value or like they're, the floor is pretty high. Um, and I buy this, I, with the group, uh, we're in NFT together or NF together, this group buy NFT group for pool together. Um, we bought the Snoop Dogg mixtape and that thing just sank like a rock. I mean, that thing's like <laughs> going straight to zero. I, I just don't, it's really fascinating to me that Snoop can release a mixtape NFT and it go to like, I think it's at 0.05 ETH and we bought it at like half an ETH or something like that. Uh, and Lyra is able to like put out these tracks. She's got like 2,300 Twitter followers or 20, you know, almost 3,000 followers. And people are really investing in, in the artists. So I think that's very fascinating. I wonder hmm. what the magic is. Yeah, I think so. I'm just looking at a page now. I'll just, I'll just post it in the link. So it's, uh, you can go to sound.xyz forward slash Lyra, L-Y-R-A-H. And at the moment, there's going to be the two tracks. So the, this, the Hold Me is the first track. So she released, they had 25 available FT, all for 0.1E. So she raised her $5,600. And I think then, so the, the value of, so what it says is by purchasing a limited edition NFT of the song, supporters can claim a permanent seat in the audience. So the... The kind of value is, and then there's like a table and so on. But then if you look at the open sea, um, I think you, you're looking at something like, um, sort of one, one, one ETH, as I mentioned before, uh, but the, the, the aim I think is to, to build this community as you, as you say, and to have someone like Cooper Trooper supporting her and other people. So now I think in the next release, which is happening today, so that'll be today or, or last week if you're listening to this uh, when we post it um the second one will be more uh there's more people so she's looking at like 50 available nfts and so on so um the aim is to help her sort of develop her uh music and i think there are other platforms that she may be on or looking at and what what i think is a very interesting situation is that you might have one artist like Lyra or like someone else, and they may use different NFT platforms, different ways. So sound.xwiz, it could be right at the start of your career when you're building the community, uh, and then maybe use another one for working with people where, where it's, it is a bit more of a economic thing, you know, like royalties and so on. Uh, so these are the kind of questions will be very interesting to ask her herself, um, and to, to see how she's done it because she's. From what I understand, she's quite pioneering in this space um, because she's she's been exploring this for, for a while as well, I understand. So um, I just happened to, 
to just by chance, just thanks to Cooper Trooper getting into this area. Um, but as you, you're right, 2022 is the music NFT. So what I'd recommend to everyone listening is just please explore. And, uh, again, just, just for the different platforms, uh, explore the different kind of artists and the music that you like. I'm sure Tim is going to release some music NFTs of his own, uh, and then just see where that leads. It's like a journey. And that's what I feel. I feel so, I was so amazed this morning, my time when I just had a quite a long conversation on Twitter DMs with Lyra, I wasn't even, and she, by the way, she DM me because of a tweet that I, I tweeted a, a month or maybe a month ago or two or three weeks ago saying, all right, please let us know when you're going to be doing the next drop. And then she contacted me and only because of that would I have even realized about the, 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 um, release because I might've just, uh, I might've just missed it, you know, cause on the, on the long thread, but that's the power of crypto Twitter, web three and so on that I've got this opportunity with an artist who are, you know, music alike, who's really engaged. Who says she's really focused on, on the music to engage with someone like that. Uh, it's just, I mean, even if there's an artist that you like in general, I mean, it, it, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's just something which can access and settle together. The community is so important. And that's what I think, as you said, the magic is in that. And of course the quality of the music as well. So it's kind of, I'm sure there's a bit of luck to it as well that, you know, the part that she got onto this platform, the fact that Cooper Trooper reported all that kind of stuff. But I think there is just a new avenue, new, new, new way to explore. And for us as maybe non-musicians who are interested in this, it's, it's just a case of in the same way that we might've explored NFTs, at least to a little bit, they'll extend. Let's also please start exploring music. And yeah, so I, I have been actually putting out music NFTs, but the problem is, and this is the thing about NFTs. I just dropped it in the chat, the music NFTs I'm doing, um, is that if it's not a, on mainnet, it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like it's so, so, so let me tell you real quick. My story is I, I applied for a grant from, uh, from by Wasis. So from Loomlock, NFT, Loomdard, the Wasis, they have a grants program where they take all the resales of Wasis and they put this into the, a big pool and they fund creators. And so I had somebody who drew me in a, a Wasi just for free, like an artist. And it was awesome. It had my cats on my Wasi. And I was like, oh, shoot, this is really great. I should do songs for people. And so I started, I got a grant to do silly songs for, for Wasi holders. Um, and, uh, and then what I've discovered, and so I turned them all into NFTs and no one really, like, they would tip me a little bit, but it was so weird because they're all on mainnet and I'm, I'm creating these things on Polygon just for gas fees. So it's super cheap and I could just send them to people, no problem, and, and gift them out. Um, but what I'm finding is, like, if it's not on mainnet, it doesn't exist. And the second thing is, I think that because people think of a track and an album, they don't think of music as a meme. And music is totally a meme. Like if you get some earwormy jingle, uh, so I created this Wasi Wednesday and, and people hate it now because they can't get it out of their heads. But it's it's another way for creatives to be able to like create music, like a musician where it's super low pressure because it's goofy stuff. It's like meme stuff. And it actually carries pretty far and there are grants out there and people people always want meme masters projects always want memesters and musicians can kind of I, I haven't seen a lot of musicians entering the meme space um I, I, I yeah so I, I think it's a wide open area but then I haven't solved that 
you know, minting an NFT. I guess I just need to pay, suck up and pay the gas fees and mint it on mainnet to make it um, more desirable yeah. or something. Yeah, it might just be because music NFTs are so new that they, because if you look at the other, like the other chains, you know, even Avalanche, Solana, Polygon, you've got basically replicas of all of the, you know, apes or whatever. You've got the Polydoge. I think even I've got some Polydoge. Um, you've got like equivalents on all the different chains. So I think it's up to the, the music NFTs to, to really show their worth kind of thing. And then they will sort of explode. But I mean, uh, Lyra was telling me that because I was, I was saying, look, I, and that's one of the things today. So yeah, I've got, I have no gas fee. The gas fee could be even more, who knows? And I was saying to her, look, will I even be able to get be in the 50? And she says, look, I think I'll definitely get the 25, but I don't think, I don't think I'll sell up my 50. And that just shows how early we are. Um, with someone remember these so these are people like yourself you know not it's not like snoop dog you're right snoop dog is a different who's already known and that's different from people who are who are not known at all and and are starting this route so it's just, it's gonna be very very interesting and in, uh to see how web3 and music nfts change the model because it could be you have a music contract and you have a web uh, and you have music nfts but you have different types of music so that's kind of very interesting yeah and then even with Snoop, like as soon, if Snoop just decided to drop like an airdrop to any of the mixtape holders, you know, yeah. the mixtape holders, it would shoot up, you know? Well, I don't know. Again, this market, let's be real. But but generally, like there's very easy ways to add value to NFTs um, where Lyra might might have like an NF, like a like a fan pass, like and then yeah. that fan pass gets any track that she releases, you know? Um, and that's like the big ticket item or something that you can pay and that would get you into all the shows that would get you into all the paths. Yeah. It's just fun to see like this fan base community experimentation as well as the musical genre, like, like how NFTs actually hold the music and deliver it as well. There's not, to my knowledge, there's not like a, a Spotify for music NFTs yet. Everything's very decentralized and, 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 uh, siloed right now. There's not like a, a central place. Other than, I, I don't know if it's other C or something like that, but they don't have a music player. So it's just a, it's a whole interesting thing, but I really, what fascinated me, Smart Investor, is just the fact that it's all happening on Twitter for you with this artist. Yeah. And it's not, uh, it's not in the discords, which is generally where the NFT action happens um, as far as community yeah. building and such. And yeah, I admire Osril, the fact that Lyra just like, DM'd you weeks after you had mentioned something. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Respect the uh, respect uh, the game. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I think maybe she isn't like. I mean, if every single artist on Starhead, for example, had a Discord, or you know, maybe it's maybe she's too like. It might be that she's too too small in terms of uh, you know audience size at this point. So maybe she'll grow to that. But the fact that you can do stuff on Twitter. But remember, what was that NFT uh, loot? Was it started? from one tweet uh so things can things so you do definitely need to be on crypto twitter it's critical and uh start following the uh the artists that you like and the platforms that you like but also interacting with them and that's what's unbelievable that two very big well sure players but pe two people in the space should we say interacting into this because without that i would have had no idea what i was doing and that's one of the things why i'm really driven that's what's like today, I'm almost like a per man or person possessed to get that eat eat. Like even though I don't really have much eat, I don't have really any spare eat. But I'm 
possessed to, to do this because I know, and she was so annoyed. She said to me in, the, in no pressure to buy at all. And she's completely non pushy at all and nothing like that. And she says she's taking time off and she's going to be stopped. No more drops. It's not like she's doing a drop every month or whatever to, to make as much money or whatever. She said, I want to focus in the next few months on, on my music, but also on, uh, basically providing value to all of her, her community members, but that wasn't, that was one of the words she used, but, um, uh, I just, the reason I'm so driven is because of that engagement in the fact that this is a one, one, I missed, of course, the first drop because I didn't even know about it, but I don't want to miss this because already I'm just looking at, her, at the page for her, for her release, which is coming today. And I'll just post it in, into the chat and it already says that. So the exclusive pre-sale access for the, for the, uh, current, um, NFT holders for the for 12 edition. So already if you, uh, if you, uh, um, if you, uh, had one of the NFTs, you'd, you'd be in line to be in a better place to get, get another one. So again, it's just like with anything in crypto, it's like, uh, you've got to be early and the earlier you are, the better it is, but it's I just love, that engagement. I love the title. Sorry, CVS. And it's a picture of her like stealing candy out of a, out of a drugstore. That's very funny. <laughs> I didn't get that at all. I didn't understand what that was about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so smart investor, how do you keep track of everything? Like you're, you're, you're doing the research, you're looking for that alpha always, you're in the discords, you're in the Twitter, what's your strategy? How do you manage all of it? How do you not let it overwhelm you? Yes. Yeah, a great question. So what I've, so what I've tried to do is, and, uh, if, if any of you haven't read, read the, that my, uh, on the, on the, uh, sub basically I. My story was, I, I heard about the story of this, another guest who I'm hoping to invite to the podcast, er Erica Stanford, who's the author of Crypto Wars, uh, a book about what is it? All kinds of frauds and all kinds of stuff in crypto. But anyway, she got it, she got into crypto back in 2017. And then from her story, I got into crypto. I bought a whole lot of random things and then I lost out on, I, I, I lost a lot of my money, but. In 2019, I bought some Dogecoin and, you know, not a huge, but the point was that I, something I believed in because of the community, because it was something different, because I could sort of see a use case for it, which was to, uh, uh, an investor or just a participant. What can you know more about than anyone else on the planet? That's your goal. And I, at the time I thought, okay, I'm just going to look at meme tokens and sort of very low value tokens. And. After a while, I started to, to understand, okay, what, what are the, what makes a successful token? So that gets a bit more involved because you can need to look at things like tokenomics. How many tokens are there? The full supply? Well, what's the current market cap? What's the current price? What's it, what could it realistically get to in terms of the market cap and the price and looking at things like burn rates, all that kind of stuff, looking at utility, looking at the size of the community, I would always look at, you know, the, the the Twitter followers of the, the official account, do they have Discord, Telegram, how engaged are the people, et cetera, et cetera. And so what happens is now I can quickly scan through projects and how I, I'm at the stage now where, for example, if you come to the pool together Discord and you look at the channel, basically we should call it the Richard channel because he posts some incredible, incredible stuff. And I always ask him, give me some alpha, give me some stuff. And my, the key thing I'm looking for is just was with Lyra. 
the artist that we've spoken about today, what is that thing that I can, I understand, I'm passionate about, I can, I can own it. I, so I'm not looking to get into thousand things. What are the two or three things that I can own? So for example, there were a few things that Richard posted. One was mask.ai, M-A-S-Q.ai. Uh, and this is a decentralized, I think it's a decentralized VPN. Um, and, um, actually Richard didn't post that someone else did, but, um, the point was, this is at an early stage. It's at a sort of pre, I think pre-launch stage and they had a contest and I, and I put together a video for that, like, uh, uh, explainer or an intro video. Then what the winners of that, uh, which they should announce any day now, will get a, an, an NFT and with that NFT, which is only like 50 or 60 of them you can be involved in the testing process. And so that's one thing. So then the person who recommended that gave me something else, but that was way too late and I couldn't get in early and I, I couldn't feel like real ownership. And the second thing is something called Lenster. I think it's called Lenster.xyz. And I'm just posting it in the, in the, uh, chat and then Tim will post this on the show notes. So this is a decentralized social media platform based on Polygon. At the moment it's on Polygon Mumbai testnet. Again, very, very early. And if you, you can go to this lens of XYZ, you can, uh, I set up a, a movie channel there. I joined the pool together, um, Leinster, uh, group, which was started by under the sea, but I was really, this is something I can really get involved with. And also you can connect your, your discord. Um, if you go to Leinster's discord, you can connect your discord with your Leinster account and you can be an early participant. And this is, that's when the value of, you know, if there is this with normal projects. So basically what I do is I don't have to track of much because I'm scanning stuff and there's only a very small amount of things that I'm interested in. And this one here, which I've told you many, uh, uh many about lucky Roo. So lucky R O O IO. This is a, um, uh, a project, which is going to be based on gambling. Uh, and by it's called lucky Roo cause it's being started by Australians. But the thing about this project is it's connected with Saitama, which is something I'm, I'm very much into. It's a Saitama token. It's a, it's basically like, um, uh, they're building a, a platform. So they have a Sata mask, which is a, uh, you can download it on all Google's play store. And it's at the moment, it's like a wallet, but you also will have exclusive tokens like lucky Roo. You'll have educational NFTs that we gaming connected with it and so on. And lucky Roo is very connected with that community. And if you go to Lucky Roo's Twitter, I mean, uh, I'm not sure what the actual, uh, so this would be one of the tests I always do for a project. Uh, if you go to the Lucky Roo token, I mean, they've got seven, almost 8,000 followers for a project, which is not even launched yet. Um, and the thing is that they always, they've taken many, many months to actually still, I mean, I, I found them like four or five months ago and they were waiting for the Certic audit, waiting for a different audit. They're waiting to, to release on SATA mask, uh, all this kind of stuff. And there's just a community that's something, but I, you know, I believe in the developers, you know, you, it's getting a bit of trust, but the developers are very honest. They come open, they do AMAs constantly on different, different platforms. They, uh, and, and then the idea behind the project is that there's only a certain number of tokens. Uh, I can't remember the exact number, I think it's 10 billion, something like that, or maybe it's a bit more than that. Um, and then you, 
all the wallet holders get entered into a draw each week and there's a certain percent every time there's a buy and sell there's a certain percentage which will be given put in a wallet and then 60 30 10 or something like that is a split so you could win each each week but also they're actually planning to build proper online gamble give you a share i don't know that sure kind of things about that's the kind of project that i really believe in and i've actually put aside some eat for some some uh uh some things to invest in and that's kind of i was almost thinking of using that some of that today to to buy my my lyra nft but i'm not going to do that because that's something i believe in so that what I'm trying to say. It takes you, it does take a bit of time to get to understand, okay, which projects are those which are going to be, you believe are going to be successful. So for example, say Tama at the moment is horrifying. If you look at the price, it's lost like 97, 98%. Uh, but I believe in this very strongly based on the, um, and it's the same, you know, with these other projects. So it's really understanding again, num so number one, you need to find the area that you're interested. In. So I mentioned in this interview, whoops was telling us about Sky, I think Skyweaver it's called. It's like a, a an online, no, sort of a Web3 uh, card game. Uh, I haven't described it very well, but it's like one of these ones where you're fighting someone else and you have cards. Beautiful, beautiful game. It's, I mean, the graphics are amazing. It's, it's just amazing. But like, it's just not something that I'm that interested in. Whereas Oops was saying he played like till, you know, early in the morning sometimes. And he was playing it just for fun. When, when, it, when the web three, and you can actually play without any pay to earn, but at some stage there will be pay to earn if it's not already happened. And oops is the person who's going to really, really master that. It's the same with, um, uh, Chris K and, uh, and, uh, Decentraland and Decentral Games. So, I mean, I was exploring Decentraland and after watching, uh, Chris K's video, uh, intro video, like a 15 minute video, of how to get into Decentraland. So Decentraland, the, the metaverse, how to explore and explore it. But like, we are already way, 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 way too late for Decentraland because I think, you, I think is it Nike, Sotheby, all these um, big brands are in Decentraland. They're also in Sandbox they're, and, and the price of lands very expensive. Um, but the thing is that Chris K, whoops, they understood those areas that they're really interested in and they got in early. And so Chris K was talking about Decentral games, which I know you're heavily involved in. Uh, the, the poker online three Plato and poker, uh, a game, but they were, he was in there very early and the same for you. You've got to find the area you're interested in. And as I, as I said in the interview, it's something that you're excited about, even forgetting about the money. So for example, today I'm buying this Lyra NFT. I have no idea if it'll ever make any money for me at all, but I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Just personally contacted me, she engaged with me a lot. I really like the music. I want to explore. So same for you. You have to find out that. Other areas, it could be existing tokens, it could be new tokens, it could be, uh, the best thing is, of course, something no one's even talking about now, uh, not NFTs, not, um, music NFTs, not even, uh, not even things like pull together, whatever, gambling or whatever, something that is being worked on right now, but not really many people are talking about. And that you can actually find on Twitter, crypto Twitter, you've got to really explore. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll ask people. Um, who I, who I, who I think of, you know, really have a great, I think she generates, she, she, let me see if I can find this. She's a, um, Ethereum developer and, uh, she, she generates, yeah. I'll just put the, uh, the, so twitter.com forward slash she generates and she's a Solidity developer. So the Ethereum platform, 
And she, like, I asked her questions, okay, tell me what, what you think is no one's talking about. Uh, and you, and people like that will also mention different things like that. So you've got to explore, you've got to, um, just try and try and find these people. So, so I, my main way is Twitter and then that leads me to, to discord, uh, and sometimes telegram, but, but I prefer discord. And I once asked her, she, she, she once had a post, like, these are the people to follow and I asked her, can you tell me who are the people to follow? And she said, these five, 10 people, whatever. Um, so that's the kind of thing you're looking for. What are the areas that you're passionate about already? What are the areas which are, which are going to be 2017 when people spoke about NFTs, no one was listening. What are the, what's the 2022 version of NFTs and music NFTs is probably that, but there may be other things that we don't even know about. Um, so that's the second thing. And then third thing is really you've got to start exploring. You've got to start getting involved to understand the tokenomics, understand the, the future understand, uh, um, and then, you know, there are things that I just haven't invested in, which did quite well, but I just, I'm just not interested either. Cause it's like Binance smart chain and I'm only interested in ETH. I mean, uh, Tim did get me into something called, uh, wrestling first, although it was smack, smack first or something like that. And then that was actually on Avalanche. Uh, I actually, I'm really, really impressed with Avalanche, uh, after we had, uh, we had, um, Luigi from Ava Labs on there as well. Uh, but like generally I've, you know, I, I had my criteria and you'll have your, yours too, after you explore it for a while. So sorry, that was a long, long answer to a short question. <laughs> no, that's uh, and so you basically it's like, whatever you believe in, like, what are the things that you believe in? And, and it's, it's kind of crazy because your gut is crazy. Like you go with your gut and, and people who say they don't go with their gut. There's a book called the righteous mind by professor Jonathan Haidt uh, at NYU. And he talks about how no, no scientists, everyone goes with their gut. There's always this confirmation bias that we see. But, um, but I do, I mean, there, there are just like, I'm, I watch projects just dwindle and I'm like, I still believe in the project. I don't care. I still believe in it. I think this is awesome. I want to see it through. Um, but smart investor, you said, that you were way too late. You're way too late. But this market, apparently you're not too late anymore. <laughs> right? That's certain that's things, a, right? That's a fair price. Let me give you some. So today I was speaking to my colleague who, uh, um, she actually bought BTC and ETH in, in, uh, late 2020 when it was of course much, much cheaper than it is now. And. What she was saying was that she, the reason she got in, she, at the time she sold all her stocks, um, because she, she realized, okay, they're all, so the investors are looking to put their, their money somewhere. There's, there's too, there's too much money around and they're not enough assets. So sold all her stocks and she said, okay, saying like, what can I invest in? So at the time is BTC and ETH, but would you like me to share what she told me about what's coming next? Sure. Let's go. Not okay. financial advice. This is not financial oh, yes. advice. Sorry, I should have mentioned that about the yet. Not financial advice at all. Um, so what she was saying was she gave me a long sort of political stroke economic, uh, discourse on which apparently many economists at Woods three, I didn't quite understand all of it, but the, the summary is that the three, the questions are, what are the technologies which are going to be, especially from a hardware point of view, which are going to be What's the right word? Insourced back to the United States, things like iPhones. So there's kind of a breakaway from globalization and coming back more towards 
manufacturing in the United States or in, in the Western world, what are the technologies which are, so, so what, what are the products which are going to be, um, manufactured in a home? And then what are the specific technologies within that and or materials? So, um, one example is in commodities she gave. So the underlying technologies and the underlying, and I think technologies, she meant not just the actual, uh, uh, sub, you know, companies providing the sub, sub parts. So for example, some of the companies providing batteries for Tesla, that kind of stuff, all the parts for batteries or the, all the material, but also stuff like copper, she thought could be important and things like green energy. So she thinks green energy is going to be important. So then it's up to us to explore, okay, within green energies, what are the specific types of green technology or green energies? And then what, how do you power that? So for example, in wind turbines, what are, what, what, what are the key components of wind turbines? And then for example, if there's a specific metal or if there's a specific, um, process or idea, what that would be, I haven't done the research yet, but those are the things to look at. Uh, that's number one. And number two is, this is a big one. She, she, she got involved with the, she's, when she sold all her stocks, and this is a very smart person into finance. And the fact that she, I think she told me she had more than one Bitcoin, uh, which she put much, of course, much lower than today. So, uh, and she didn't, she said, she didn't, she doesn't, she doesn't understand anything about cryptocurrency and the technology. She's looking from a finance point of view and where are the, are the institutional investors going to be investing? And she believed at that time that institutional investors will be coming into cryptocurrency because their customers will demand what we're seeing. Um, but the only thing she didn't sell from her stocks in, in, in that sort of area is water ETF. And, um, she's betting on the commodity of water. And this is very interesting because I'm sure you've either read or seen the movie, uh, what's it called the big short by Michael Lewis. And I think it's, I don't know the name. I can't remember the name of the person, but it's the character played by Christine Bale who, um, um, shorted, of course, these, these, uh, these, uh, uh, mortgage, uh, can't remember what they're called bonds or whatever they were. Um, and the thing he was looking after that was water. I remember reading somewhere, he's really focused on water because there's going to be shortages, of course, of global warming, all this climate change, all these things. Uh, and you, it's not easy just to take water from a sea or lakes or whatever. Um, so, um, that's what my colleague was sort of betting on. So these are some other things that you can look into, um, trying to understand them. but that kind of involves either more research or more thinking. Um, I mean, that's, within... uh... That's Sorry. crazy because like, I mean, especially with COVID, I actually stopped reading science fiction just because I felt like I was living in science fiction. And then uh, there was this genre I started to get into uh, when I tried to get back into science fiction, which was like eco science fiction, like right. uh, anything that's like the world, like water world stuff, you know, or, uh, you know, one of them was set in like California when it was just, it, I mean, now it's all in the book, it was all desert. It was just all desert. There's no water. Water was so scarce. Yeah, yeah, because that, yeah. So the opposite of water world. Um, and, and I love how your ET, you know, oh no, we're going to invest in like the earth because the earth, like that kind of, those kind of commodities are going to be rare. So we gotta, we gotta put our money there. That's crazy. No, no, that's just on that question. Actually, I was just, uh, someone posted on Twitter today and, uh, the books that Elon Musk likes, 
And I think he's got Dune in there. He's got, he's got many based on sort of AI type thing. But of course, one of the, for everyone interested in um, Web3, I guess the, the tick book is a book called Snow Crash by Daniil Stevenson. Love, Neil. yeah, Daniil Stevenson. I love Snow yeah. Crash. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's just such an amazing book. Beautiful. I mean, the depth of the thinking in this book, it's just unbelievable. He just said, oh, I just wrote some random stuff. That's not true at all. I, that book influenced, Berg influenced Jeff Bezos, influenced many people. Um, I'm reading a book which uh, someone, one of the Bankless guys uh, actually posted a few months ago. He said, uh, give me books and books to read. And one of the books which was suggested was also a science fiction book. It's called Project Hell Mary. They, Andy Weir, W-E-I-R, who wrote the book, The Martian. And I've started reading it. It's just an amazing, I mean, the, the level of physics and the level of astrophysics you learn and, you know, without being technical, it's just amazing, but it's, uh, it's, it's a fantastic book that, that, that I'm, that I'm reading as well. So I think science fiction is, is really, yes, yeah, exactly this one. Um, I think it's, it's, it's really. Yeah, it just really expands your mind. The, the other book I want to read, which I've heard is quite a great book, is called Stranger in a Strange Land by Robert Heinlein. Japan, some, apparently was trying, they tried to ban it or something, but I don't know. Sure, but um, yeah, no, no. Uh, I think it would be interesting actually to look at this eco, eco science fiction, see what people are saying, because often some of these guys do have, um, do have prescience or and this goes along with your passion. So sometimes, you know, for me with reading, I have to, I can generally, I read books that I get into, like there's, there's mm. some you have to power through, you have to slog through. There's some that I'd rather listen to. And so, uh, I'll get the audio book if I start reading the, the paper and, and I'm like, Oh, this is hard or the Kindle or whatever the, the ebook is. Um, but, uh, but there two books that I would share. One is The Three-Body Problem. It's a, it's Chinese oh, science fiction. I did so that. Yeah. Yeah. You've read it? Uh, I've read a bit of it. Yeah. And I've only read like a first few chapters. Yeah. It is incredible. Uh, uh, I yeah. think that's, yeah. Yeah. So that whole trilogy. And then there's a book, uh, a fourth book called The Redemption of Time, which was fan fiction, but it's now officially like included in the canon of the first wow. uh three books it's it's beautiful and it, and it's totally worth reading all the way through even though it's it's a slog it's just it's a lot that these, yes. these are not small books but um but i love about in three body problem is the uh is the expansion and not only are you talking about the whole universe you're talking about time like billion like suddenly the story is over billions and billions if not trillions of years the story like it just, I never think on those levels. I'm always like trying no. to go through my to-do list. I'm always like, what's tomorrow or what's the projects I got to do. And, and my, my, I have these blinders on where I'm just totally focused on today or tomorrow or maybe a week out, but to think billions of years <laughs> to think like, just like what humanity right now is a spec, a very spec on, on the timeline of, of, of the gap of the universe and, and to think in that. So I love science fiction that it opens up. It opens up thinking in in those ways, and it also opens up in like quantum too. Like just even thinking about mm. physics and how quantum is so different than what we even know 
and how like even these kind of things, like when we talk about physics and science, we actually start talking more about faith because of how like like a lot of physicists physicists believe in the multiverse. They believe yes. that there are many, many parallel. They actually believe that where we think this is science fiction. And it sounds very spiritual, actually, like that sort of thing. But that's no actual physicists believe that. No, well, that's actually a couple of things. If we, so I've been watching um, in the UK, there's, a, there's this TV service where they, uh, one of these, uh, like a bit like Netflix type thing. And they have this program from, from the ninth of Quantum Leap. Uh, and it's like a... Um, it's based on string theory. It's, it's so basically the, the scientist in there, um, he can time travel within, within his own lifetime. And he, and he, he jumps into different people's lives within the, within his lifetime. I think from has quite a bit of a religious aspect to it as well, but the other one film, which not many people know about, it's called, it's called by the man movie into the spot. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, exactly. Quantum computing coming up. We are very close, very close to that happening. Seeing this in crypto, that a lot of these scams, a lot of these hacks are nation yeah. state. Like we yeah. have to change how we do passwords as soon as quantum hacking is available into the know. coins, as we've talked about with many zeros. And then you want many zeros. Those was that. I'm not sure what they did was they completely. So at the time, you know, Bitcoin, they, they, they they have one quadrillion tokens and then they sent fifty percent to Vitalik look at many zeros, but they're not going as crazy as they once were, just on that point. Yeah, totally. That's uh but 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 as far as your investing strategy and stuff, there's so many things that could take your attention away. There's so many things that you can go after. You explain to us like what you explain to us like how you go about going through things and you do stuff that you care about or that really piques your interest or people, you know, when you have an artist who actually takes the time to talk to a stranger like you like this and it, that's very impressive. You you want to trust projects with the team that you really believe in that are open and honest and very customer service friendly that sort of thing. I get that. But but uh, but you also have pool together. So why do you keep why do you keep hanging out at pool together? This is a very very strange thing. So the the strange thing was that I so I set up this Substack, you uh, know, the 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 podcast, the weekly community interview, the newsletter. Other people that I sort of set it up and I sort of still work on it. I set up the marketing working group and yeah, other people now run it. But I did that. I contributed a lot. But the funny thing was. At one stage, I only had, I mean, I had like maybe a couple of hundred dollars in version three, but I only had $5 in version four and I didn't really have much into it. And the thing which kept me in pull together was, has always been the community being able to be involved. So to give you a, a, a brief story, I found out about pool. So basically back in 2021, oh my God, it seems like such a long time ago now, but, um, in sort of mid 2021 it was all about DeFi. DeFi. i know i think i missed DeFi. someone might be in the summer before everyone was still going on and on about DeFi, but i just didn't understand it i didn't understand the yield farming i, just, I mean people try to help me but then the question is here's the here's the thing before i get on to the main point do you as you the listener now do you try and understand these very complex things like DeFi, things that you don't grasp and maybe there, maybe there's a sense to him. For example, maybe the people out there, the normies, so to speak, who are not getting into crypto because they don't understand it. If they took the time to understand it, maybe it could be life changing for them. So that's one aspect. Do you do that? So let's say I'm just now who's already invested a bit into crypto. 
you do that? Do you go into these things which are more complicated and fight and work to, to really understand them? Or do you go to stuff which is, just comes to you naturally, easily, you love and enjoy? So I wanted to try and understand more about DeFi. So I got the book, How to DeFi by CoinGecko. They now have two versions, basically. At the time I bought it, it was literally, I think, the month before they released the two versions. So I just had the one book. And they, 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 they talked about many different projects. They talked about Pull Together. And I really understood the concept because in the UK we have premium bonds, but the, even the concept was very simple. They explained the concept of alchemics, which is against thing I'm involved, and a few other things. And I really, by reading this book, I understood these things. I came to the Pull Together uh, Discord. Everyone was so friendly. You had Leighton, who's the CT, uh, CEO of the company behind Pull Together, answering my questions. I was tipped some, some, some uh, uh, pull, uh, and I was just asking questions, and people were saying, you know, these are amazing and stuff like that. And then I just started, to, I, I came to the community uh, calls and I wasn't involved, you know, just listening for many months. And then eventually I got my, um, my uh, microphone working, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then I just started getting involved. And then what would happen was people would say stuff on the call, like later, said something like, uh, we want a newsletter. We don't have a newsletter. So then I just set up the sub stack and I had a vision for it. Like I wanted these three aspects, like the podcast, the newsletter, the community interviews. And just started setting it up and starting to happen and started getting involved. And when we did this, the, no one was getting paid. And many, many people, yourself, you know, I think, uh, was it Pedro? Did the image got involved? Chart got involved. A lot of people got involved. We didn't do anything for money. But funnily enough, later on, the grants committee came to us. And uh, then they, they awarded us stuff. And then I posted that into, uh, I, I deposited that into version four. And then I, I won in my first $5 prize. And then later, actually, and he delegated to me quite a large sum. Uh, and I never asked him, just he did that. And I now won my second $5. But the point is, it's just, I keep asking myself. And I said to you, Tim, I said for a while ago, I'm stepping away from pool together. But then I'm back. It's just something which draws me. And again, it's the community aspect. It's a way of getting involved. It's a way of contributing. And then it's funny because I was, um, some of the colleagues in my, my company, I was um, sort of, uh, onboarding them into crypto. And one of them, I just told them, I think he, he was looking at Alchemix or maybe a few other, maybe, maybe it's other um, DAOs or, 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 or areas, but let's just say it was Alchemix or whatever. I said, look, you can, you can just basically do what I didn't pull together in Alchemix or whichever other Discord or, or wherever you like, and you, you work by contributing. So he's from a different country. So I said, you know, you can own, like, for example, if it's Spanish, um, you could create a Spanish uh, channel, you could. You could do videos, you could apply for grants, whatever you could really think. And then you can really get involved that way. And so it's all about contributing and maybe it's a year's worth of work. So like, uh, I don't know, this has been at least seven, eight months more that I've been working pulled together uh, or, or on, the, on the Discord. It's something which just kind of comes to me. And then, you know, the fact that I think you as well, uh, the fact that we sort of bonded and stuff, and you, you, and here's the thing. I learned about this thing called wrestling metaverse on Avalanche and you told me about that. And then I got in on, we were one of the 750 OGs, uh, NFT holders. And the guy behind me saying, look, I want to make this a hundred billion dollar triple A game. And the people who were there early, you know, you're going to get now tokens, the WM. I think they've traded to smash first because they're going away from just professional wrestling to also boxing to MMA. So it's going to be combat sort of metaverse, if you like, but because 
we were early in there, we're going to be getting, you know, these other NFTs, other sort of benefits without doing anything more. But you showed that to me. Similarly, Richard showed us other things. And then like, you know, I'm thinking maybe of going to coming to New York next year and I can meet yourself, I can meet Richard, I can meet Leighton. So these are the things which have come to me just by contributing. And as I said, it's not to say about money at all, because I did, wasn't expecting anything. Even what I got was maybe, you know, much less than the, than the, you know, the time I spent, but it, it's more than that. And it's about that kind of passion, that contribution. And with web three, everyone listening, it's your, the point is you have the, almost like the obligation, if you're listening to this, to contribute in some way to, uh, and that could be as just like we were talking about the start, Cooper Trooper was saying, find a musician in your hometown and help them get into web three. So of course, first you've got to understand that that was what I was. And I want to ask Lyra that, and maybe we'll ask her when she comes onto the podcast in July, how can we, you know, hold a musician in our hometown into web three? Um, but these are the kind of things by contributing, you get much more than, than, uh, you know, you, you, you get much more than you expect in many ways, many different ways that you can't even anticipate. So that's what kind of brought me to pull together. And I often question what am I doing here? Um, but I'm still here. That's kind of very interesting. Well, we're glad you're still here, smart investor. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, you know, coming on the pod, giving us, giving us the alpha, giving us your strategies. It's fun to talk. I mean, we can go everywhere going, going into the science fiction. We could talk about cats. There's so much that we can do, but we got to cut it off somewhere. So it's, you've okay. given us an hour. So thank you so much, smart investor for being here. And, uh, anything else you want to say before we, before we, we sign off? Uh, yeah, no, I didn't think just to sort of. Yeah, find the things that you believe in, find the things that you, and you know, not everything's going to work out. Uh, and, you know, in a couple of weeks time, we're going to be having Glenn Goodman, who's the author of a book called The Crypto Trader. And so I recommend his book if you, if you're interested in crypto investing, and he's been investing since 2017 or earlier. Well, in fact, he's been investing in many things way before that, but he started sort of investing crypto to a team. But in this book, and I'm sure, you know, you'll be asking questions about this. He also talks about technical analysis. He'll give you sort of an overview. How can you apply that to crypto? Because he's also saying that it's not just buy and hold. So like with Bitcoin, it's if you sell. So if you had, um, if you sold your Bitcoin thousand dollars and then I know it's at whatever 30,000, then you could get almost double your Bitcoin, that kind of stuff. So he also talks about when to know how to sell and. That's what I'm just starting to, to learn more about now. I, I don't really have that, uh, understanding yet or, or, or I'm trying to develop that. So it's a journey that we're all going on and we're always, so, um, that's all I'd say, you know, to find areas that you're passionate about, how can you contribute, you know, learn as much as you can and you will, you will sort of learn when to buy, when to sell, when to hold all these kind of things. So this is a journey and, and Ben Goodman himself will, will describe much more to us in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks so much, Smart Investor. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pool Together Discord and let us know.